I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Suspense. Hello, legitimate likers. Do not adjust your podcast listening device. This is indeed this week's episode. I'm Connor, and you may recognize me from previous guest appearances on the show. But for this episode, as a spooktacular Halloween treat, I'll be your narrator for the first ever Legitimate Likes radio play. That's right. We've dusted off a script from the golden era of radio plays. Originally released in 1943, this story by John Dickerson Carr. It's not even his name. Fully misread that. With an episode of the classic series, Suspense. Suspense, suspense, suspense. These plays are calculated to intrigue you, to stir your nerves, Ooh. to offer you a precarious mm. situation, and then withhold <gasps> a solution and satisfaction till the last possible moment, leaving you in oh. suspense. So light the fire, pull up a blanket, and gather the whole family around the wireless for a tale of for the tale. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so light the fire and pull up a blanket and gather the whole family around the wireless for the tale of The Devil's Saint, starring producer Anya as Lord Edward Whiteford, a dashing British aristocrat, Will as Count Stephen Kohare, a wealthy and eccentric Hungarian of sinister aspect and Hugh as Alona, his charming niece. With additional characters provided by me, and sound effects and further characters provided by producer Michael. Our story begins in Paris, on St. Catherine's Day of 1927. Get your St. Catherine's wheels, get your Catherine's wheels, over here, ten a bob free for a jizz. Paris as it used to be, when lights twinkled from the old Trocadero to the hill of Sacré-Cœur, when taxi cabs honked and the beat 
of tango suede and Chinese lanterns gleamed above the lake in the Bois. When, a sh when in short, you and I were young. Come then to the President's Ball at the Opera. A fancy dress affair, filling these marble halls with a multitude of masks and a multitude of dreams. The mosaic decorations are no less bright than the colours that weave here. Harlequin and Columbine, Cleopatra and the Musketeers. In the great marble foyer, remember that? They, they have set out little tables and lines of palms behind which you may sit screened. Look at one such table, the young man wearing a scarlet and gold uniform of an English guards officer in Wellington's day. A dark-haired young girl in a costume of a bacante. And as we approach... <laughs> Ned, don't! Please, you mustn't! <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you really don't mind, do you? No, of course I don't mind, only you mustn't! Oh, Ned. Look here, Alona, we've got to settle this thing. You have enjoyed being here tonight, haven't you? Ned, I've loved it. After being cooped up at my uncle's place in the country, <laughs> it's like heaven. All right, well, I take you back to the hotel. I'm going to face oh this dragon uncle of yours tonight. Oh. oh, no, 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 please don't. Mercy. I'm going to say that you and I intend to get married. And... I'm Southern. And that's that. <laughs> Why, I, I thought you were English a second ago. You seem to have moved from London to, to uh, Dublin or Kildare and then... <laughs> hello, hello. Sorry, terribly sorry to interrupt. Uh, accent police here. Just wanted to check in, see what's going on. It seems like there's a... It seems like there's an aberration happened here. Can I just ask what's... Uh, you, yeah. yeah. Young man, I've, young lady, I've moved what's going around on? a bit on account of my parents being in the English Guard. So my accent gets a bit mixed up. I see. Right, okay. Um, I would just encourage you not to laugh so much in the middle of what you're talking to this lovely young lady and uh, try and stick to one part of the country. But then again, who knows? It's hard to do it, isn't it? Lovely to see you all. I'll go back into the marble foyer. Remember that? Well, he must be a spy from Australia? Or, or maybe he's a spy for Australia? He must be a spy from the New World. I, I can't marry you, Ned. I've told you that. But why not? Just give me one good reason. Because I can't. That was my, that was my one good reason. Uh, my, my uncle, he would never allow it. Never. And that seems to you to be a good enough reason? <laughs> this uncle of yours, what's his name? Uh, I, I don't know whether to go with the pronunciation the narrator used or the pronunciation <laughs> I would have used. I, I think I'm going to call him Count Stefan Coherry. I did think it was a bit bally funny that he was called Stephen for an Hungarian. He's a Hungarian, I think you said. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so am I. Oh, but my mother was an American, so that this all makes sense. What's he like, actually? Oh, he's a, he's a little eccentric. Oh, please don't misunderstand. He's a great scholar when the... And with the histo and a historian, only he's a little strange. He mad. Oh, I got lower there. <laughs> what is it? Just mad. There he is now. Your uncle? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. That, 
clothes with the Order of the Golden Fleece across his chest. Oh, I see him. He looks as black as a thundercloud. Uh, uh, mm, I'm not too sure about that line in the script. <laughs> what, did, did they say things like that then? Uh, oh, he's throwing those two dressed as devils. Who's dressed as devils? Is this Halloween? <laughs> yeah, okay. He's throwing those two dressed as devils aside as though they didn't exist. And they don't because the devils give me my mask. Quick, before he sees No, Alona! Why not? We'd better face this out now. Sit still. I'm a real catch. Ah, uh, good evening, Iona. How are you all? Lovely to see you. Nice mask. Uh, good, good evening, Uncle Steve-O. Um, Uncle, may I present Edward Whiteford? How do you do, sir? Uh, how do you do? Iona, do you think that costume is quite the thing to wear in public? Uh, uh, why not? Well, an older generation might call it immodest. Will you go and get your cloak or your domino or uh, whatever I you wore here? I taught you dominoes. This is the natural sport of Hungary, where I'm clearly from. Uh, but it's, it's hardly 11 o'clock. That line doesn't really make that sense with what you just said, but I don't have the improvisational no, uh, skills. No. <laughs> Yeah, and I was not asking you to go home, my dear. I was merely asking you to put on a wrap. Do they speak German in Hungary? Or have you, are you German? <gasps> Whoa, I've got English. Oh, dear. Yeah, I don't mean to warn you, but the accent police, they might come along. <laughs> and that's going to be complicated for me, for no reason, really. Look, I just want you to put on a tortilla wrap. Is that too big? All, all right, I'll get Is it. That I'll too be, much? A, be a little Hungarian burrito. A burrito. You stay and talk to Ned. I shall be delighted. Will you sit down, sir? I'd rather stand. I've been on a flight for six hours. You seem to have quite a gathering at this table. Who we apparently haven't heard from before. <laughs> yes, so they're, 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 the they're, they're very quiet. They're, they've been finding it a bit awkward, the PGA, between me and Alona, who we're all pronouncing differently. But I call her Alona. That's what we say. Yeah, well, you got that wrong. Yes, well. Uh, some friends of mine... I would like to hear from some of the other friends at the table. What's your name? Uh, th this... Um, um, <laughs> I'm just an old washerwoman who stumbled upon this party for St. Catherine's Day. Please, and, excuse me, sir, I'll be on my way. We're not really friends, so just come on, move on. Okay, I'm about to answer other five. You there? Hello. What's your name? Um, Count Graham. <laughs> Ah, Count Graham, a fellow count. Yeah. Where are you count from, Graham? Slovenia. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, we should stay in touch. Yeah, take yeah. my card. Yeah, thanks very much. Good to see you. Um, okay, bye. Um, oh, and the, oh, yeah, the other three, they all seem to be twins uh, or triplets, as I would say in my country. Hello, uh, we're the Italian triplets from the embassy. You live in the embassy? Yes. Uh, anyway, these are some friends of mine from the embassy. They're upstairs dancing now. Who's speaking now, though? I don't understand. It's, it's me, Stephen. You're, you're Stephen. No, Edward. What's my name? Ned. Yeah, Edward Whiteford. Stefano. Forgive me, sir. There's something I'd like to ask you, Count Kuhari. Uh, yeah. I don't exactly know how to say this, so I'd better say it in the shortest way possible. I want to marry your niece.
smashed your bloody glass. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I had to go and fetch the glass because it took so long to fucking load on the iPad. Uh, but I have dropped it. And you know what? I would say, if you're ever in the future and you're saying, oh, I do not worry. For this art form, I will be doing the sound effects. Everyone's going to be expecting you to do those sound effects either well or mainly with your, with your voice, not holding a fucking iPad next to... So, look, a few francs will pay for that. Uh, but there are other things of higher value, at least to me. Well, maybe I ought to mention first that my full name is Lord Edward Whiteford. My father is the Earl of Cray. Indeed. <laughs> I only mention that to show, well, we're respectable enough. The British ambassador will vouch for me, sir, if you'd like to ring him up. Oh, and perhaps I ought to mention that, uh, first of all, your, ac your accent, the accent police have been on to you many times, and I have always kept Eleanor carefully guarded from the world. Almost too carefully guarded, don't you think? That, Lord Edward, depends upon my raisins. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I love raisins. You have known Ilonar about how long? Four, f four days. Okay, this stage direction says dry, so I'm just going to wipe my pits. <laughs> four days? You wouldn't even choose a business partner in four days. Yet you want to marry Ilonar after four days? We know our own minds, sir. You do, huh? <laughs> then you know more than the wisest men in this world. Ha! As one whose dearest wish is Iona's happiness. I hope it is, Count Kohari. It is pronounced Kukuharu. <laughs> Do you doubt what I say? Oh no, sir. Kukuharu. My, my no, you, thousand apologies. Much better, much better. The accent police that they were hot on your tail, but they were back off. I know them very well. I've had many interactions with them. I, I will make you a proposition. I own an estate in terrain, not far from Paris. A little chateau, a few hundred acres. Fishing, very good stabler of horses. It's a nice place. Oh, I know. Elona told me all about it on our first date. Oh, what? Was that four days ago? Or is it currently happening yeah. now? Oh, She great. stayed for breakfast as well, you cad. Okay. Uh, did you hear something? It sounded like uh, my niece was back and you were just talking about having shagged her. I would not take happy to that. Uh, well, look, here's my suggestion. Why not come down and visit us for a week or two? Why, that's surprisingly decent of you, sir. Oh, not at all, not at all. And uh, if the, at the end of this time you are not cured of this... Oh, it's not an infatuation. I swear it's not an infatuation. Maybe you should have let him say it was an infatuation before you said it wasn't an infatuation. <laughs> Uncanny. You said the word infatuation before I had come up with the word infatuation. At the end of that time, if you are not cured permanently of this feeling, you may take Iluna and with my blessing. That's fair, isn't it? Oh, it's more than fair, Kaukahari. I don't know how to thank you. Hoo hooray. Oh no, please, don't even try. And at least I can promise you a very interesting experience. You see, at the Chateau du Aisy, things get crazy. There's only one bedroom. We call it the tapestry room. Yes. Well, uh, I assure you, it will be very interesting for you to sleep in that room. Is this some sort of uh, Mr. Grey Red Room of Pain situation? I don't get the reference, so I'm going to say yes. Is it haunted or something? <laughs> Oh, 
no, 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 not haunted. Well, now, if you don't mind, I shall say good night. Uh, and I hope I can trust you to bring Elona safely to the hotel. Au revoir. Wait, oh, look over there. What is it? Just look. I didn't say question. Streams of our fellow guests pouring down the main staircase. Shapes of nightmare, shapes of delirium, insane dead masks, only the eyes move. Wouldn't we be terrified, perhaps, if we would look behind those gargoyle faces? Oh, I don't think so. They're only ordinary people like ourselves, but I'm more like an ordinary legend guy. That, sir, is where you make your mistake. Well, I shall expect you for the weekend, even though I invited you for a week. And, uh, encore en fois, au revoir. Ned! Ned! Oh, it's all right, Alona. You can come out from behind those palms. What was he saying? I couldn't hear. Alona, it couldn't be better. Why, he's a very decent old boy, actually, and he's invited me to the Chateau d'Azay. Did he say anything about the tapestry room? Yes, he invited me to sleep there. And, and you said... I said I... I said... <laughs> I'm sorry, Lona, I had something in my throat there. I said I would, naturally. I'm very suggestible with accents. <laughs> All right, then. I'd say you shouldn't do it, Ned. I won't let you do it. <coughs> sorry, I had something in my throat as well. Yeah, as the three Italian twins from the embassy, I would say don't do it as well. <clears throat> Luigi, you've been asked to leave once. So just see yourself out there. Thank you really very much. The first Italian name you could come up with. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> Don't sleep in that room, Ned, okay? It's not nice. I don't like it. <laughs> Why the devil not? Because of the devil. The devil. It's because of the, of the devil not. Uh, because everyone who sleeps in that room <laughs> dies. Are you serious? Please, don't do it! Oh, nonsense. There are lots of superstitions about every they old house. superstitions. They really are the best stations. But this isn't one. It happened when I was a little girl. A man insisted on sleeping there. And they found him dead in the morning. So how did he die? They, they don't know. There wasn't a mark on his body. He wasn't shot or stabbed or strangled. Or poisoned, or hurt him anyway. He was just dead. Two nights later, in the province of France, now known as Indire-et-Loire, but once called Touraine, the ancient land beloved of Reboulet and Balzac. But now, as the wind moans down the valleys and the rain flickers across the apple trees and thunder stirs in the haunted hills, it can bring little comfort to a young man driven in an ancient carriage from the railway station. Along the snake-like roads, to what destination? Ahead, a lift of lightning. <laughs> I can't say the word. Is that a lift of lightning? Uh, shows a grey wall and a conical slate-roofed tower of the chateau set some distance back from the road. Light shines from its narrow windows, 
dimly seen through the rain as... Driver? Coachman? Oui, monsieur! Is that the Chateau Jose up ahead? Uh, oui, monsieur. I will take you to the very door. If, uh... If what? Why do you, why do you not crawl? Why do you cross yourself? I am permitted. What should stop you? Only fear, monsieur. And I am not much... How do you say? Afraid. Listen, what was that? Only the dogs, monsieur. They keep many large dogs at the Chateau d'Azé. Je sais Nacatine says it is because two of the dogs died this afternoon. Do dogs, how do you say, mourn of their own dead? I don't know. Well, here we are. Um, any other words of advice for me? Bonsoir, monsieur. And have I maybe permitted a word of advice? Yes. Beware of the tapestry room. It's me here, one of the horses. I'm just getting ready to go. Uh, sorry, this is an awkward sort of standoff, but it just takes me a bit of time to walk up. Yeah, get up the horsepower. So I'm just going to stand here and tell you about being a horse. I uh, like sugar lumps. Uh, this is my main man over here with the other horse. Yeah, hello. Uh, we're about ready to go, actually. All right, then. Here we go. Away, away. Bell on this door. There might as well. Like, there, there might at least be a knocker. Ah, got it. Et alors, monsieur, vous cherchez? Je cherche le château de Zé et je. Perhaps je... it would be better uh, if Monsieur spoke English. Yes. You are guest. Uh, yes. Monsieur is expected. Uh, please to enter. Uh, Monsieur's hat and coat, s'il vous plaît. Thank you. Uh... Happy... Oh, no. Happy is my, my, my emotion. Happy is the correction. Happy, Ned. I'm happy to see you. Je suis très feliz. Oh, hello, Alona. Oh, darling. Don't hug me, please. Non, mais pas, ma petite. Quand attend l'oncle. Oh, you better not kiss me, Ned. Madam Flay here says to look out for my uncle. Madam Flay is our housekeeper. Oh, well, where's your uncle now? In the drawing room. He's playing the piano. Come along. It uh, should be noted that Madam Flay uh, did not notice uh, she was a madame. <laughs> <laughs> your voice was a little deep, but I thought that was just, um, that you were that sort of housekeeper. She's been smoking 80 cigarettes a day for 40 years. Uh, where are we going? What's, how can we not get footstep sound effects? How complicated can they be? The, the, I think the pianist is beginning to strike up. Excuse me? (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Please excuse my impertinence. Hello, is anything wrong? Oh, everything's wrong. Two of my dogs were in horrible pain this afternoon. Dr. Salomon had to put them out with chloroform. You don't think? Uh, what, what do, uh, I do, I do sometimes. You have a modern woman. 
Uh, I, I hope nobody's practicing. That should be practicing with an S because it's the verb, not the noun, but that's a mistake in the script. Uh, I don't really like to see. That's all. Well, here we are. And they are. Are they practicing with people? I don't know. Huh? Oh, nice tiger skins on the floor, I say. Who's the little old man with the gray beard sitting over there by the fire? That's Dr. Salaman. He watches and watches and watches. He's an old friend of the family. Why can't you pronounce Solomon? Well, I don't pronounce A as an O, and I don't know, am I trying to get away from the fact that this is obviously an anti-Semitic script? <laughs> and that the Jewish guy is evil? I don't know. I... <laughs> Come along, let's get this over with. Anti-Semitism or what? <laughs> it would be great if we could get this over with. <laughs> ah! Lord Edward. Well, I see my niece has anticipated me. You have seen Dr. Salmon in the corner. Welcome to the Chateau de Aze where things get crazy. Thank you, Count Kahari. I'd forgotten Kohama. that you were a meerkat. I, yeah, so? Do I comment on the fact that you are a disgusting little newt? No. We're all animals in this story, but people who are listening to it won't know what we look like, so. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, well, you must be very wet after your long time. <laughs> Why not go up to the fire and warm yourself up, hmm? Oh, uh, Madame Flay? Ah, oui, monsieur. Uh, please tell Antoine... Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, I think the accent please is going to come for me in a moment. Please tell Antoine uh, to take our guest's luggage up to the tapestry room. I can't help but notice you've gotten a little bit Dutch, Count Kohari. Yeah, okay. Uh, to be honest, I don't think you should be giving the notes on the accents. Uh, because no, that's... you've taken a very weird but specific trip that doesn't seem uh, accurate. Uh, and um, to be honest, I saw a bit of lightning earlier and I thought the thunder would happen, but uh, it hasn't happened yet. I actually thought the, the thunder would happen on when I said tapestry room, but it didn't. Monsieur, the tapestry room? That is what I said, Madame Flay. Oui, monsieur. By an odd coincidence, Dr. Edward Lord Salmon and I were just discussing the fate of the last person who slept in the tapestry room. This is not good, my friends. This is against my advice. <laughs> it's against his advice. Hear Dr. Salmon croaking. It is not good, I tell you. It is the worst wrong season of the moon. Moon? But there is no moon tonight. It is raining cats and dogs and sharks and poops. Don't talk about dogs, or sharks, or poops. They all died today. Nevertheless, it is the wrong season of the moon. I say no more. Cheerful blighted, that doctor. Don't do it, Ned. I won't be resp responsible. I mean, no, but I'll be upset if you die, won't I? I won't be responsible if they make you do it. Look, we've only been together four days. I'm amazed we're still hanging on by a thread. Uh, you know, let's what? just see what happens. You marry me, don't you? Yeah, sure. Look here, Count Kohari. What did happen to the last bloke who slept in the tapestry room? You mustn't call him a bloke, sir. He was a very saintly gentleman. The Bishop of Tours. That was some time ago, and Iona was only 15 years old. That's right, 45 years ago. And then, and then it says in brackets, suggestive. But uh, surely she must remember it? I, I don't really... Okay, I surely should... I remember it! 
The church, said our bishop, oh, sorry, that was me too. The church, said our bishop, has no use for superstitions. Well, he, he insisted on sleeping there. I made it as comfortable for him as possible, but he was found dead the next morning with a crucifix in his hand. Was it poison? There was no poison, monsieur. No, no. <laughs> Here, Dr. Salmon. It's true, Ned. Well, there were just two very curious things, you see, in connection with their death. On the mantelpiece, there was found a burning stick of incense. Just ordinary incense, nothing wrong with it. Yes, sir. And uh, under the dressing table, the police found it. It was an empty jar of ointment. Yeah, now, that, now, that was, that was, that, um, I, yes, that was for my, my piles. Your piles of what? I don't know. What no, are you talking about? I have piles of piles. Piles upon piles and piles upon... They're, yeah, they, 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 they call me Pylona, actually. Um, look, look my, my little pile. I, I didn't think you wanted to bring this up with your future future no, partner. It's just when you talk about the ointment, I thought he should know. That's, that's why I was empty, because it needed a lot of ointment. Okay, well, look. A dead man, use your wits, okay? A dead man, some burning incense, a shitload of piles, and an empty jar of ointment. What do you make of that? I don't make anything of it, it's crazy! Oh, please, don't speak like that. I'm sorry. Do the accent you started with, please. I'm sorry. It is still the wrong season of the moon. Of course, it, it was like five minutes since you said that last, so of course it is. But what I really meant, sir, was, is there any reason for this horrible story of death? Raisin? I'd love one. Any legend attached to the room or anything like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, there is. Well, sir? Well, we start all our sentences with well in the script because it's hard to co cohesively write dialogue in the 1930s. We are a very old family, Lord Edward. Old and perhaps accursed. Probably should have told you that before he came. When my ancestors moved from Hungary, because we were, to France in the 17th century, which is actually the 1600s, fucking mindfuck, <laughs> they brought certain beliefs with them. The old religion. The old religion? Yeah, the cult of Scientology. The cult of... Uh, what's another one? The cult of Mormonism, yeah. The cult of freedom and fertility and getting so vibed like totally on the weekend. Or, as some people call it, the witch cult, if you prefer. Oh, now look here, sir. Must we talk about this? I'm well, you over smile. You. you smile, but uh, when I say the word witch, you think of some humorous picture on a Halloween card. <laughs> it was very different in the Middle Ages. Believe me, when you reach Middle Age, things change. Then, my friends, there existed an organized religion which rivaled the church. There were many to worship unashamed at the Grand Sabbath, many to receive all favors from Satan, their master, and to dance forever joyously in the flaming red quadrilles of heaven. I think that sounds bloody brilliant. Unfortunately, I must warn you, I'm about to start another one of my fucking sentences with the word. Well, some 200 years ago... An ancestress of mine, because God forbid it was gender neutral, Catherine Kohahahuhu was tortured to death in the tapestry room for professing the old religion. Many persons have not thought it safe to sleep there since. So I've told you a load of shit, and basically someone died there. Is what I could have just said somebody died there. They were killed. Uh, but I've added in religion to make it spookier and said the word vel a lot. Are you answered?
I don't understand these stage directions. <laughs> What's a massive accent? Is it just oh, that is, uh, Don't worry, that the, there's a man in the corner. He's going to deal with that. Uh, hello, uh, I'm the man in the corner. Um, I'm just going to do a massive accent for the transition and then in the background, out at a scary dark Terminator noise. Thunder rolls. High up in the north tower of the Chateau Daisy, where things get crazy, under the conical slate roof in a circular room hung with faded tapestries, these tapestries move slightly with uneasy mimic life to the clamour of the storm outside. Candles burn along the mantelpiece and beside the great four-poster bed. The flames of these candles waver too as the door opens. This is the tapestry room, sir. Oh, thank you, Madam Flay. That is the mantelpiece where, <laughs> where, where this accent hello, ran hello. around. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry to break in like that, but I do have a warrant. It's the accent police again. Just wanted to check in with you there, Madam Flay. Uh, what were you doing at the start of the play? You appear to have become hysterical. <laughs> I believe you were sort of doing a gravelly, maybe an Irish number. Don't quite remember. Wasn't listening. Now, if this keeps happening, we are going to have to reprimand somebody. Sarge, can I can I take him and beat the accent out of him, Sarge? I, yeah, I think as a police officer, the only thing to do is beat the shit out of someone and ask questions afterwards. I Here we go, it, Sarge. <laughs> right, leave you to it then. Cheers. This is the tapestry room, Monsieur. Yes, you've told me that, Madam Flake. Could you give me a bit of the history, for God's sake? <laughs> Uh, that is the mantelpiece where the incest burned. Uh, that is the bed where Monsignor Le Bishop died. Very inviting, isn't it? Madame Flay, do you fancy hopping in for a little uh, roll in the... I'm, I'm still ah, here. Ah, no, monsieur, <laughs> You're no, so monsieur. bloody quiet. <laughs> no, monsieur. Uh, mais, uh, mais un grand garçon, monsieur Flay, uh, he arrive dans le chateau Flay. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. You have your own chateau? What do you want from us? It's a confusing situation. Will there be anything else? I am sorry to pop back in, but we do have to, we do have to get this under control. Let's I'm, just go with French, shall we? I can't get we? close to him. I can't get, the laughter's just too much for me, Sarge. This is why we murder people on sight immediately. That's why that's our policy across the world. I think that incense stick might, might be laughing ga- gas flavour. Laughing gas, laughing gas. No, gas. Yeah, laughing. Oh, the accent. Oh, excuse me. Will there, yeah? will there be anything else, Monsieur requires? Some sandwiches? <laughs> and a canton of whiskey? Une petite canne de canard. Uh, 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 what? I'll have petit, a look. Is, is, is it possible to get a little of all four on a on a platter? Ah, le melange de chateau. <laughs> oui, 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 merci. Uh, a melange de chateau, please. Hello, did you want anything? Am I here? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, um, I'd like a meringue de chateau. Ah, du melange de chateau, bien sûr. Uh, bien, monsieur. Uh, uh, monsieur's shaving water will be brought up in the morning if he requires it. Uh, <laughs> Bonne nuit. Have a 
infernal old harpy trying to scare a fellow out of his wits just because oh well they've built a good fire anyway didn't realize how cold it was temperature must have dropped i like to say and not tell i don't i don't show i i i like to i like to what do you like to do Hello, you know the- sorry, it's the show and tell police, just popping in. Uh, it's the show don't tell, all right? So, yeah, I, 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 I love to how tell, you don't, don't show, show don't tell so much that you didn't even know the phrase. Very yeah. good, carry on. I'm going to just let myself out the window and go beat up an innocent. Fair enough, person. yeah, Thank no, you. it's uh, show don't tell, all I've done is tell. That's all I have to say. I think the script says you have more to say. We know the sound effects aren't coming, Ned, so just you got to keep talking. <laughs> I was hoping against hope. That, 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 is that what a knock sounds like? Oh, I'm outside the room. It's me, Iona. May I come in? No, Ilona, get out of here. Sorry, Ilona, yes, thank you for reminding me. That's not very gallant of you. No, I mean, look, I don't want you exposed to me or whatever this is. Okay? Ned, listen. Are you going to bed or are you going to sit up all night? I'm going to sit up all night, naturally. Oh, uh, I was hoping for a better offer, but then I suppose I'll sit up with you. Listen. What is that? It sounds like a man banging his hand trying to make footstep noise. <laughs> yes, but where's it coming from? It's certainly not my phone bashing off a stand. It's coming from Michael on the Zoom, isn't it? Oh, it oh, seems no. to be right here in the Zoom. Right here it in the Zoom. It seems to come from all directions. Doesn't it sound like so... Doesn't it sound like somebody walking between the walls? How would I know what someone walking between the walls sounds like? I've never heard of that I'm... Betting you're sorry that you started so high on that accent. I mean, I think this is not just permanent. By Jordan, is someone walking inside Who's the wall? John? Get behind that tapestry, Elona. Quick, quick. Where are you from, Ned? Elona, you know I've had a very difficult childhood. I moved around a lot between Ireland, the UK, North and South. North and South. I also spent some time on the bayou, as you know, beside where you're from. I, th- I think it's nice. It's me, the tapestry. Get behind me, quick. Hide, hide. Count Kohari, where did you come from? Oh, forgive me, Lord Edward, for seeming to appear out of the wall in between the tapestries. <laughs> like Mephisto appearing to Faust. Hmm, what an up-to-date reference since the producers should have cut. Would this red dressing gown perhaps add to the effect too, Nine? How did you get here? A passage between the walls? Yeah, exactly. Met a charming guy from Five called George. He was very nice. A little device of my ancestors for visiting this room, you know. They invented that for when its occupant was so unmannerly as to bolt the door. I didn't bolt the door. You could have walked straight in. Mm, But I couldn't have done it unobserved. Hmm, maybe not. Have you had any other visitors, Lord Edward? No. Are you quite sure of that? Quite sure. Well, then, uh, since nobody saw me come here, I'll just sit down by the fire. (laughs) 
Is this a showdown, sir? Well, when I was discussing the witch cult a while ago, <laughs> you don't appear to think I meant what I said. Do you want a perfectly frank answer to that? I want a perfectly Euro answer to that. I think you're mad enough to mean anything. <laughs> what you say, in a sense, is quite true. You see, in an old and inbred family like ours... Uh, yep, that's right. My family is born between loaves of bread. That's how we look after the children, and that's all I mean by that. The mind can crack, and the fantasies of witchcraft become as real, well, more real, than the living world. Let me give you an example at length. Go on. The saucer on the table beside you is Ming Porcelain. It was on, once owned by Catherine Kahuhu Kakuchu, the martyr of the old religion. Yet you are using it as an ash tray. Oh, I, I beg the witch lady's pardon. I'll blow off the ash. Well, that's a very dangerous remark, sir. Don't you understand that the worship of evil can be as strong and compelling as the worship of good? That the devil can have his saints, too? That to a sick brain which knows but can't help itself, you have profaned this room by merely entering it, and therefore you deserve to die. Like the Bishop of Tours? Tour? Exactly. <laughs> You're not going to tell me the devil killed him? I'm not going to tell you anything. The devil's agent may be flesh and blood. Then it was murder. Oh, of course it was murder. Murder so cunningly contrived that no one ever saw through it. Go on. I asked you before to use your wits on this problem. Well, look, the incense was burned in the room. You know why? Well, I suppose you're going to tell me. Stop interrupting me just before the last word. Well... Obviously, I think to conceal something else, which would be too easily noticed. To conceal what? Oh, I don't know. The smell of chloroform. Chloroform? Yeah. A drug not very well understood by laymen, by which I mean men that I lay. Dr. Salmon, by the way, was using chloroform this afternoon to dispose of some dogs. So I've heard. Well, Dr. Salmon is old and uh, very forgetful. You mean chloroform could be stolen? Oh, yeah, it could be easily. Now, suppose, I mean just suppose, have a little suppose it right now. I take a pad saturated with chloroform. I place it over the mouth and nostrils of a man already sleeping or drugged or sexy so that he gets nine air. Wait a minute, that, that won't do. Why not? Chloroform burns and blisters when it touches the skin. You'd leave marks. Oh, not at all, my friend, not at all. If I first covered the mouse and nostrils with some substance like... <gasps> Ointment. Yeah, for piles. Now you're waking up. I, I... Now observe what follows. In a few seconds, unconsciousness. In two minutes or three minutes, death. Certain death, yes. Oh, but chloroform, you see. <laughs> when you're exposed for it to too long, it makes you do all the exposition for far too fucking long. It does, though, evaporate quickly. There's no trace in the stomach since nothing has been swallowed. Seriously, I love saying well. <laughs> well, delay your post-mortem for the 24 hours. A very easy matter in these country districts. No Wi-Fi and no trace remains in the blood. Murder without a Mark. Without a Dave. Without an Alan. Murder without a Mark. You can't do it, Count Kahari. There's one thing that you're forgetting. Nine, I never forget because I am an ele elephant. But what is that that I forget? 
I'm not sleeping and I'm not drugged. Oh, yeah, you are. But how? When? In the cigarette? Hmm? No, in the drink you had with me. What? What was it? More pine. <laughs> or as we call it in my country, morphine. And you've had enough to put three men to sleep. <gasps> That's why George and Alan are there. See? That's it. Well, try to get up. I'll, I'll do it! I'll do it! What about you, George? Uh, no, I can't get up. I'm, I'm absolutely knackered. Alan? Uh, I... 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 I don't know what. Um, I've had a bit too much chloroform. I <laughs> took a little bit earlier, and I quite liked it, actually. Because I'm one yes. of... The dogs, if you didn't say. Uh, yeah, that's that's a problem with microdosing Alan's a dog. Oh, I <laughs> you do see? love it, though. Oh, dear, you've knocked over the fire irons, which definitely just made a noise. But there's a slight delay, I suppose. You have been in the fire yourself if I hadn't caught you. Take your hands off me! You don't like it? Well, just as you please. I won't go under, I won't, if I could just reach that bell pull. Well, you can't. Please leave my bell entirely alone. We'd better all sit down again. You're only wasting that breath you have left. Didn't I tell you not to trust surface appearances? Like when you see like some water and then it looks all nice and cool and you jump in from too high and you break your leg and you nearly drown and your, uh, your auntie has to take you home and spanks you on the bottom for being so stupid? Didn't I warn you that shapes might lie between the masks you saw in public? But you had no faith in the religion of our fathers. You had no faith in these outworn superstitions. You had no faith in my very laborious, long storytelling and hard-to-place accent. And you wouldn't take a warning. You murdering lunatic. So that's how you killed the Bishop of Tours. And that's how you're going to kill me. Who? I? Well, you don't think I killed the Bishop of Tours. That guy does the coolest tour guiding I've ever seen. You think I had anything to do with this? I could have sworn you weren't this camp when I met you earlier today. Didn't you kill him? Why bother to pretend now? I had reckoned on stupidity, but hardly such stupidity as this. You damned young fool. I'm not trying to kill you. I'm trying to save you. To save me? Fishy Dr. Salmon! Yes, Monsieur Le Comte. Well, please don't call me a count. Come out, come out, come into the room. Come out from behind the secret door now. Come out and be my witness. Yes, monsieur. Uh, I shall always guard the family honor, even when I guess how men die. This young man evidently thinks I've been talking about myself. For some reason, he doesn't trust the man who let himself into his room after telling him to lock it through a secret passage. What a weirdo. How frigid. Now tell me, doctor, am I in the popular parlance? Insane? Oh, no, 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 monsieur, heaven forbid. I've never known a saner man. I can't stand this much longer. The drug's taken hold. I can't see straight any longer. Have you any notion, Lord Edward, why I brought you to this house? No, and I fear you're going to tell me. Yeah, but it's going to take a while. You would never have believed me if I had merely told you. No, no. If I'd merely told you about a crazy room in my house, you wouldn't have believed me. Rather, I brought you here and made you sleep in it. Youth is too wise, too brash, too trusting. So, apparently, I had to bring you here to show you. Show me what? Show me what? What? <laughs>
certainly hope Dr. Salmon interrupts this laughter. <laughs> Monsieur Le Comte, there's someone behind the Please tapestries. Con, <laughs> I saw them move. Look, look at the tapestries. There is someone behind them. Come out of there, come out of there. Hey, come out. Elona! Yeah, yeah, Iona. <laughs> it's nobody who can hurt you, it's only me. It is only Elona. Is that what you would say? Yes. But, okay, right. I'm going to change up the script a bit, and instead of saying well, I'm going to say, then, in the black <laughs> second before unconsciousness, ask yourself these questions. Why do you think I've kept Iona so well guarded from the world? Is it because she's quiet and boring and stupid and plain? No. Why at a fancy dress ball, for instance, should I object to the costume of a medieval witch? Oh, oh, whose dogs were poisoned so that the chloroform should be brought here? Who poured you the drug drugged with morphine? In the devil's name, what are you trying to tell me? It was Iona. She's been helplessly, hopelessly insane for more than ten years. <laughs> And so closes The Devil's Saint, brought to you by Legitimate Likes, tonight's tale of... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.